Hello and welcome to Little Decisions. I'm your host, Victoria Cooper. What did you think of that intro song? Great, right? I do want to take a minute at the very beginning of this episode to thank Josh for that. He helped create that song from scratch with not much help from me, if I'm being honest, and he did a wonderful job. That's just one example of the topic we're talking about today, which is be kind. Josh was kind enough to lend his services in helping me establish that song. And how have you been kind to people today? Or what's the way you share your kindness with others? Hmm? Often you have a choice and you choose to be kind even when someone else isn't. And I think that's important. Being kind is a life philosophy. It's a part of my moral compass and As you'll soon see from my conversations at the Marigold Market this weekend, it's part of a lot of people's too. And that's exciting. Today what we're going to do is we're going to first talk about what I mean by be kind and how that can fit into your everyday life. Then I do have some answers from the Marigold Market on the question of the week, which was, are you a kind person? Why or why not? And I'm really excited to share those with you. I've got some quotes related to being kind, and then I have an interview with a local Wintervillian, and I'm very excited to share that with you. And then we'll look at our connection to the past and see how being kind isn't a new concept at all. After that, I'll focus on the Marigold Market and a little bit about what we experienced this past weekend and what's coming up this weekend. And then I'll end with a call to action on where you can learn how to be kind or kinder to those around you. So stick around. I'm glad you're here. Words matter. In this segment, I'd like to talk about what I mean by be kind. For this episode, I want to talk about trying to be kind through all your decisions, especially those automatic ones, you know, the ones we don't even think about. We just do. I want to talk about how being kind is not some way to be sacrificial in your behavior. It's a way to be thoughtful and considerate. After all, that's what kindness means to be attentive, considerate, and thoughtful. And those are all things I aim to be. And that's why I'm doing this. I also want to talk about how you should be kind to yourself as well. And I'm not the best at this. I will admit that my first thought after I make a mistake is critical. But that doesn't mean I can't work on it. Because after all, I spend most of my time with myself. By being kind, I just mean exactly that. Considering others. I mean being attentive to your decisions. Before you decide to purchase something maybe that has an impact on your family's budget, you think about what else has to be purchased for the family, right? That's being kind. 
Or maybe when you are leaving a grocery store and you see someone who maybe needs help loading groceries, you can always offer. I know that there's a tendency to not want to invade other people's privacy and to give people space. And I think that's especially true after a pandemic. But I think something is lost when we don't offer to help those in our community. And this podcast is about kindness, connection, and community. So I want to build more of that. That's what I mean by being kind. As I talked about in episode one, kindness is contagious. And that's something we can be grateful for. But it's also something we have to be. Being kind means making a choice and continuing to make that choice, whether someone's looking or not. So with that thought, we transition to the question of the week. And I ask you, are you a kind person? Why or why not? I decided on the question of the week from this idea of being kind. And I want you to know, are you a kind person? Why or why not? And I got some very interesting results. But first, I'd like to share my answer. So the official questions of the week this week are, are you a kind person? Why or why not? For me, more often than not, yes, I am attentive, considerate, and thoughtful with most of my conscious decisions. I'm still learning to apply this consistently to my more automatic behaviors, but that's okay. I can learn from my experience. So what did others at the market have to say about this? Unfortunately, my recordings from this weekend's market are not good enough to include on here but I wanted to take a second and tell you how people answered the question of the week, the ones that answered in person. Most said that yes, they were kind, and some people almost appeared offended that I had asked, which I found interesting, and I wondered, why would you be offended if someone asked you if you were kind? But I think it was just the way I asked the question. It is a little abrasive, so... If anyone felt offended that I asked them that, please know that that was not my intention. Overall, I think everyone believes that they're kind. I didn't have a single person tell me that they weren't. I did have one mother tell me that her daughter was the kindest person that she knew, and the daughter had a pineapple backpack. Coincidence? I don't think so. I also received some written answers to the question of the week, and I'd like to share those with you. This first one that I want to share, I really enjoyed. They said, I try to be kind. I work at being kind. It's hard to be kind to those who are not. And to this person, I agree. I think you do have to work at it. And it's not always easy to be kind to someone who is not. But just like you should apologize to someone if you owe an apology, regardless of if they owe you one as well. You should be kind to someone even if they're not to you. 
I think what I'm talking about here is more of that concept of taking the high road sometimes when you have to and being kind. And that can be very hard. We don't want to do more than the other person. But I think that's what this podcast is about too. It's about going first. It's about opening the door for someone else to walk through. And opening doors requires more effort. We will have to work at it. So thank you to working at kindness. That's what I'll call them. This next answer is from Bob. And Bob said, I am kind because I want to be. I frequently give myself suggestions and visualization of peace, love, and kindness. Thank you, Bob, for that answer. I do love that. Did you know that your brain can't always tell the difference between a visualization and what's actually happened? I think that's pretty interesting. I'll make sure and provide more research in the episode notes. This next answer comes from someone I'm calling Hope. Hope says, I hope I am. I try to be. I want to put out what I want back. Oh, Hope, I agree with that. I agree with that tremendously. I want to put out what I want back. I want more kindness in the world, too. That's why I'm doing this podcast. This next answer is from someone I'm calling possibly. And they answered, I think I am. It's hard to know how others perceive you. And this brings up an interesting idea. Are you kind if you believe you are or if others believe you are? And how much does each person's opinion carry water in the argument? For example, you may not believe you're kind at all, and yet everyone believes that you are. Are you in fact kind? Well, this is where I go to that idea of kindness being two parts, both being kind to the world around you and to the world inside you. So I think both matter. I think to be kind, you hope others perceive you as that way. The quotes for this week's episode are not from many well-known names, but I wanted to take a different approach with the quotes this week. I also plan to read them twice and a little bit slower so that you can hopefully write them down. You can thank Grandma Pat for that suggestion. The first quote comes from Steve Maraboli. Quote, A kind gesture can reach a wound that only compassion can heal. End quote. Again, A kind gesture can reach a wound that only compassion can heal. I like that quote because I think it's true for me. I think I have to be compassionate and kind to myself to heal the wounds when others weren't. This next quote comes from famous author Raoul Dahl. Quote, I think probably kindness is my number one attribute in a human being. I'll put it before any of the things like courage or bravery or generosity or anything else, end quote. Again, that quote is, 
I think probably kindness is my number one attribute in a human being. I'll put it before any of the things like courage or bravery or generosity or anything else. I like that quote because I think it shows that you can really see who someone is like by how they act towards others. And when you're kind towards others, when you extend simple gestures of kindness, it shows that you see other people in this world too. And you understand that they have just as much a right to be here as you do. That's a powerful thing to communicate to people. Our next quote is from Eric Hoffer. Quote, Kindness can become its own motive. We are made kind by being kind. Again, that quote is as follows. Kindness can become its own motive. We are made kind by being kind. I really like that. I think that's why I wanted episode two to be called Be Kind. You see, kindness is its own reward. Our last quote comes from Joseph Jobert. Quote, a part of kindness consists in loving people more than they deserve. Again, that quote is, a part of kindness consists in loving people more than they deserve. Who am I to honestly believe I get to decide what others deserve? What omnipotence do I possess to make such decisions? What authority have I usurped to have such control over others? The truth is, I have no say in what others deserve, and that's why I want to be kind. The concept of being kind is not something new. For this week's connection to the past, I wanted to think about the era of the 70s and how it could really be defined as peace, love, and understanding, which are key components of kindness. So I like to think that the overall mantra of that area was, be kind, man. In America, after Vietnam, I think there was a sense of wanting to do good. It wasn't that long after World War II, and people were still grappling with the moral difficulties around that war. Genocide on such a massive level is hard to process for a society. And even though it wasn't on our doorstep, as a country, I think America wanted to be something better. And so that generation that grew up after, the generation that came of age in the 70s, they focused on peace and love. And I'm going to put drug culture aside and focus on the underlying idea of being kind. Some took it to other levels through 
believing in communism or you had the hippie communities where everyone shared everything and no one owned anything. And I think that went to that collective spirit of sharing. I wasn't there. I wasn't born yet. But my mother came of age in the 70s. And I believe that that idea of be kind was a big part of her philosophy in life. She always wanted to do for others, even at the expense of herself. And I think we can embody parts of that today by remembering that it's a choice. And at any moment, you can always choose differently. It's just a little decision.